Welcome to another week, another episode of IBG Weekly. I am your host and founder of Iron Blood Games, Achilleranga Mohotege, and uh, today we're joined by Stanny, our writer, as well as his uh, co-writer, Jose. Jose? Jose. Yeah. All right. Um, so, um, we're, we're going to be discussing a few interesting topics today. Um, um, we don't have any updates in regards to our studio's uh, projects. Um, nothing significant as last week we were all pretty much uh, celebrating our new year in Sri Lanka. Um, so let's uh, go straight to the topics itself. Uh, headline one today would be um, EA says no to microtransactions for Jedi Fallen Order, the new uh, Star Wars game, and it's going to be developed by Respawn Entertainment, and uh, which is amazing. Uh, Sony confirms their PS5 and specifications, which is really juicy. And uh, we have Ubisoft's response to the support of uh, the reconstruction of Notre Dame. And they also uh, released a, the Assassin's Creed Unity uh, for free. Um, then we have PUBG being banned in Nipple, Nip, Nepal. Nepal. PUBG banned Nepal. Shush. That would have been legendary. For, for the context, like Achilla really thought that PUBG banned nipples instead of being banned in this is, what, this is what happens when you just like skim the headlines, you know, you just skim the headlines and you're like, PUBG, was ban- PUBG has banned nipples. And I'm like, what's the significance of this story? Why have we picked this one? Why change? No nipples in Why is this a controversial topic, right? Uh, anyway, yeah, let's get started with EA and saying... Um, so recently, EA, uh, with along with Respawn Entertainment, had revealed their new Star Wars game, which is going to be a single-player experience. And their major thing is that, hey guys, look, no microtransactions, aren't we great? So uh, yeah, um, I'm going to let uh, our new... This is not guest, right? The, we're going to go with... Uh, our new member, and uh, we'll hear your thoughts. Uh, I think it's kind of interesting, you know? Um, first of all, because being done by Respawn Entertainment, which was basically a studio on multiplayer games, is going to do a single player now, which is kind of out of their element, you know? Yeah. It's kind of weird. Uh, also, maybe with the, you know, when they announced it, they said, Acknowledge the past. Wasn't there something quite similar to that? That means maybe they're, you know, saying, okay, guys, we know we sucked. Maybe we shouldn't have done that. So we're trying to make it up now. But, you know, companies and big money always go hand in hand. And maybe, who knows, it wouldn't be the first time they say something and do something different. Yeah, it really feels like uh, it, it feels like EA particularly are uh, like extending an olive branch with their players and say, guys, please, we can do it. We can do with some positive uh, news right now. Everything around EA has been negative. This negative that. 
and uh, there there has been a few um, uh, YouTube channels that I actually uh, talk about how Respawn has now a lot of influence within EA because of the success of Apex and which is interesting sure but you know EA has always been say uh, cancelling uh, single player Star Wars projects in favor of a live service game and all of a sudden um, they're doing a 180 yeah, changing yeah. and uh, was it Amy Henning, uh, the writer of Amy Uncharted, Henning. she she was like let go, and her studio was basically told no, they they won't get the chance to create a single player Star Wars game. And right now we have a single Star player Star Wars game by Respawn this time around. Well, they basically said that well, single player games are dying. <laughs> Yeah, that too, they right? They came back and just, no, guys, we're just making a single-player game and there won't be no microtransaction or ever. And I also agree with Amy Henning because I find that odd too because for a company that went solely after, like, microtransaction and loot box, yeah, and they suddenly come out and say, like, no, guys, we are just going to release single-player games. I don't know where this is going to head, but I really find extremely find this odd. <laughs> it's um I, I just can't wrap my head around ea going yeah you know what no microtransactions it might it feels like more like i i'm gonna say this because of the way apex happened uh it might just be respawn saying yeah uh no microtransactions no thank you uh, we're going to do it our way. We have shown you that Apex can make a lot of money. Well, we can create another game know, that will make us a lot of money too. You know what? why that, uh, why uh, Apex, uh, sorry, Respawn is having so much uh, upper hand on uh, on their projects than uh, other, st- other studios from EA? Because uh, the, the one who owns Respawn is uh, actually one of the executives uh, on the EA board. So it's pretty easy for him to uh, keep EA off from his uh, project than any other studios. So you're saying uh, yeah, he has like e- within EA itself, he has a lot of power, so he can like yeah. uh, get people off their I back and let cool. them do exactly. Mm. That's the truth. Um, I thought the people who lead Respawn Entertainment are were the guys who uh, initially created uh, Activision and the Call of Duty series, right? Yes. I think that's correct, and they are the same guys who now was hired by EA. So yeah, that's pretty much makes sense. It's pretty usual in the game industry to people jump from another studio to another studio. Yeah, so the same guy who worked for Respawn now he works for Epic. So yeah, there you have it. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Also, uh, did you guys say here the writer for the for this game, the Jedi Fallen Order, is actually one of the writers of the original Kotor series? Oh, nice! Really, I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. So yeah, yeah. that's why I got excited when I heard that. Yeah. Um, the trailer. No put- wonder I had I had a vibe from that. Nice of the old Republic. Uh, as soon as I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, I wish this is going to be like Knights of the Old Republic. And then I hear the news that the writer of it is actually writing the story of this game. So I'm like, excited. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Being excited for an EA game is not something that has happened in a long time. <laughs> let a, me tell in you. In a long time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay. 
So yeah, man, I wish Respawn all the best and really looking forward for more information on this. And we'll probably look forward to getting more information on this in uh, E3 in June, right? So yeah, mm -hmm. keep an eye out. And uh, so recently also something to look forward to on E3 probably is going to be the PS5 and its specifications. Do you guys actually uh, think they'll reveal that? No, no, no. It's going because to be there. Yeah, Sony is not going to participate this year, uh -huh. but maybe there's like a small reveal. But uh, Sony not participating in E3 doesn't mean that they're not going to have a presence. I mean, they usually what they do is they will have their own big ass, uh, like um, a press conference, right? Oh, their own. Yeah, their oh, own yeah. They, yeah they're thing. not going to do that either. So the thing oh, is none. basically, yeah. So basically what, we, what they're trying to establish here that they're going to start PS5 propaganda by uh, the beginning of the next year. So that's pretty much makes sense. I, I'm pretty sure that uh, that um, not any major studios going to be present this year on E3, such as Naughty Dog and Sucker mm -hmm. Punch mm -hmm. for some reason, because I think they, they might be doing some uh, pretty uh, like like small reveals. Yeah. <clears throat> like, did you, if you remember, if you've seen the state of the play, like the similar presentation that Nintendo does, mm -hmm. uh, it was a huge failure. I'm, I'm assuming that we will see a second episode of State of the Play within the coming months, uh, revealing the rest of the games that uh, that's going to come out this year because, you know, PS4 is pretty much done this year. So, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, like... Well, it's, it's not going to be done. For the, there's so you know, many the, games that are set to come out, including... Yeah. Um, well, what, what was yeah. it from Kojima? Uh, Death Stranding. Yeah, Death that's Stranding. what I'm saying. This year, like, PS4 is done. This is probably... Yes. Yeah, like basically PS4 is done after 2019 and 2020 is going to be the year of PS5. And if they, it they, is, they, then they have to reveal it this year, don't they? Well, they literally, yeah, they literally upright confirmed that they are not going to be present uh, at E3 2019 because I, I don't know for some reason, because maybe some other studios from Microsoft just said, just back off because I will pay you or something like that. Because I'm pretty sure that Microsoft is going to reveal two consoles this E3. Mm. It's either going to be like Xbox 2 or an another Xbox something. I don't oh, know. Oh, come on. We already seen enough Xbox, Xbox 1S and they had the Xbox One X and it's enough. Ex enough consoles. You guys better move up a generation. I personally feel right. Okay, you're done. You've milked the Xbox One. Well done. Yeah. It was a good fight. You guys kind of screwed up, but exactly. uh, you know you need that next generation to come along and come along quickly so you can like start the next round. You know, and of, Halo Five, please. For Jesus, for God's sake, yeah. it is really Halo. Oh. Right. Okay. So the topic is supposed to be on Sony. So let's keep it. Yeah. <laughs> It's yes, it's big on that. Yeah, well, like so, um, yeah. So what I'm excited about PS5 is that it it's like backed up with so many powerful stuff. For example, it's going to have this SSD and ray tracing technology to look forward to, and 8K exactly. upscaling, mm. and like there's not. I haven't seen an 8K TV. Uh, like I know, and these are, this is like really surprising. They're, they're actually um, uh, preparing the console for 8K when 8K hasn't even come along, and which is a different I mean, uh, strategy. It's barely a standard now. Yeah, know, it's still quite expensive to get. 
Yeah, exactly. That's exactly my point. What I'm guessing right now is they're trying to future-proof, you know? Yeah. Instead of trying exactly. to release several models, models of consoles like they're doing now with the Pro and the Xbox, they're going to try to get a system to the market that can that withstand for quite some time before, you know, having to say maybe they're get a slim version again in mm. three years or something. Oh, yeah. By that time, most likely the TVs will be more mainstream yeah, will be at least in the American market and yeah. the Asian market. And the true and, and the and then the best thing is that the load times are going to be pretty really, much very short. Then, but it, it's the thing is that uh, with the PlayStation Four games, the load times are going to be much more shorter. But we gotta see if the load times are going to be shorter with the next gen games. But that's the thing we have to look forward to. Well, yeah, I mean, load load times is one run. thing. But it's more like how the console um, handles the resources uh, of the games, right? So what they said in uh, one of these uh, showcases of the PlayStation 5 uh, dev kit was how efficient it was at uh, loading and unloading the assets as you turn around and in uh, Spider-Man, the the latest one, right? So they, they showed it running on PS4 and showed that if you look around, um, you can only look around as fast as a certain limit um, mm-hmm. and uh, on the PS5 dev kit there is no such limit because in like a fraction of a second everything with maximum um, fidelity is already loaded in and you can just like turn around as fast as you want and I think that that amount of power that this is what like game developers for these consoles really want and it's something like a lot of developers struggle with with previous consoles is just how much resources you can play around with and with with the ps5 coming around the corner they're really showing us like hey guys now is better than ever to develop games for us because look at all this uh system resources you have and capabilities the hardware can handle with all your ray tracing and your new ryzen chips ssds it's it it really feels like for game developers now creating a ps5 game just means you have all that uh freedom pretty much the same freedom as if you were developing for pc and that is what all uh triple a game developers are looking forward to i think yeah and ray tracing is gonna you know extend the ability to uh you know add more mechanics yeah so like reflection using the reflection the players oh, yeah. will be able to detect like coming enemies from the behind or something like that it's going to like extend so much capabilities of uh, the gameplay mechanics in the early like the later titles and that's what i'm looking forward to. people are, are really looking forward to how ray tracing is going to be utilized in games honestly like I mean, other than yeah. just visual fidelity, you can do a lot of crazy stuff with it, apparently. Yeah, it is. I played Matrix, Matrix Exodus on ray tracing, and it's like super crazy. It's like, it's some seeing something like in the light, like the world was like a lie, <laughs> just makes like little difference and just huge impact. And I mean, for you guys as writers, it also gives you guys a lot of freedom, right? Um, just imagine like, 
now you don't have uh, there, there won't be a lot of cases of hey guys I'm thinking of a sequence like this and do you think we can do it and the you know a lot of the people like all all of the writers are always not sure whether they can actually incorporate certain uh, visual kind of representation of things simply because uh, they're not sure that the tech uh, side of the Definitely. development yeah they that they can manage to pull it off right so now there's like less of that doubt and more about just creative freedom for you guys which is always exciting I, I, I don't know what the teams like you know Naughty Dog and stuff will manage to pull off but I'm expecting some big things from them oh god I can't imagine how Last of Us 3 and Uncharted 5 is going to look like <laughs> I mean we're a few years off uh, utilizing technologies yeah. like this but even I'm excited you know look at look at where games development is going even though you hear all these amazing stories about you know stress casualties and stuff in games development but you just hear about this tech and you're like it's such a creative renaissance these years these few years true, with the tech true, right true. that's true that's true the quote I totally agree the other thing it's you know they're going to include the PSVR too Mm. Mm, yeah and that's gonna make a lot of impact because it's gonna have so many so many upgrades and the special thing is that it's gonna be wireless and mm. there won't be like a dangling yeah, so wire on it to make it less cumbersome for the user well, yeah that would be great. <laughs> because the thing is uh, now nowadays with the VR if you take HTC Vive and PSVR it's, it ha um, every time I play with, with the thing it just have this sickness uh, and I, I'm really hoping that they would fix that mm. in the later versions. It's like constant, like, oh, God, I just can't play it after 50 times, 50 minutes or something. So, because just it goes everywhere. Yeah. I, I mean, I experienced uh, VR for the first time at a friend's house. Shout out to my mm -hmm. boy, Dihara. I think it was a uh, HTC Vive. He will probably remind me in the comment section. Um, but one thing I noticed, like as soon as I put on that headset is just how heavy it feels with the massive wire tugging at the back of my head. Right. And yeah. it was, uh, it was, it was constantly, uh, a thing that's in my like senses that's telling me there's this weight just pulling me back. And when I have to like the game, we played some, some shooting game thing. It was pretty cool. I felt like a badass and all that, but constantly I'm 100% worried about tripping. <laughs> and if, if PSVR, you know, really gets rid of wires and ha you have this wireless experience i think they're they're going to push that vr experience to the next level yeah and also the best thing that they should they are like doing is the backward compatibility because there are so many games like the, like in the remastered. ps time yeah not the remastered but in fact that from p if you take ps2 and ps1 they're like yeah. so like the, the library is so, so massive yeah, yeah. so massive and like there are so many games that these current gen people like people are like missed out and I think that will extend this opportunity to like you know hmm. look back and uh, like tack those historical monuments of a thing they should I probably that, introduce like a like like a platinum catalog you know where where PS1 games you can, you can just get them like the best titles um, 
it's like it, it really is hits. yeah kind of like the greatest hits you know and uh, it, it'll be a great opportunity for like just dads to show their sons the great games <laughs> they get they got to play exactly. when they were young you know <laughs> hey son happy have have wasted so much of my life <laughs> and then the son will be like but dad you told me that i should always study but look at it it's amazing right <laughs> come on i did it you can too <laughs> look at this it's time splitters forget your homework I'm, come play with me <laughs> I'm, I'm like yeah i think that it's a cool thing that because uh, they like obviously sony is taking a huge risk uh, with the backward compatibility like right. it, and also and also backward compatibility is never a bad thing i don't know why it would be a risk for these companies these are like your no these like giving backward compatibility is just as it's always a positive in my mind like you're giving that nostalgia fact factor to your fans right yeah like yeah. it's also opens up a new form of like i mean it won't be considerable but it's still a new stream of monetization a few people will still be trying to get these classic titles on their new playstation right i just I mean, don't get yeah. why they would always be so against that i mean like for for, for the example so i'm mean, trying to to also cut off on piracy i think because yeah you know, systems can be hacked yes and exactly giving them more offers to you know get the games at a cheap price oh, yeah. it's going to probably end down those things yeah so the the other thing is that it also depends that uh, you know how to i can't come up with the name but uh, it also extends that relationship at has with the old games or so mm. uh those are trying to say but i got sidetracked for a moment <laughs> <That's> uh, <right. laughs> yeah so i will initially that i'm excited to see what dual shock 5 is going to back in mm. there it's, there's going to be it's going to have a camera why why is, yeah. why does it why does it need a cam- what are they thinking about i mean a camera on your dual shock what are they it's, what are they thinking got, about it's got a chin cam it's going to be like it's going to show my double chin <laughs> just beard double cuz the way we hold our controllers <laughs> when we're really in the game is like our head is like basically <laughs> the the controller is basically pointed at our chins this camera is detecting your chin and seeing how agitated you are and then it'll reduce your <laughs> the difficulty of the game and it'll reduce the difficulty of Sekiro for you. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to make the difficulty easier. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. Let's uh, move on to uh, Ubisoft right now. Uh, so, yeah, uh, they're, they're um, supporting the reconstruction of Notre Dame and uh, if people have been living under a rock, that uh, Notre Dame is this really famous ancient church cathedral Gothic. thing it's not ancient dude it's just church. 850 years old it's still 850 years old the time of the emperor of mankind and uh, so apparently someone something happened and it got set on fire during its uh, renovations and uh, it's burned actually, actually it's it wasn't finished by the time it caught on fire oh okay so it, it was a renovation right they were renovating it or was it a reconstruction I mean, they, no they're still constructing it the church isn't ready oh okay i thought it already it existed and it was a thing and it they were just like uh, you of know course, of course it exists you can you can visit it you can go on their search and parts if you pay okay But the place isn't finished all right it's been construction for all this time and 
this fire basically damaged things that cannot be recovered, like part of the roof. Of course, they're gonna put it in new materials and things. Yeah, so those, they lost that things. ancient, the, the original bits, right? Um, yeah. And now Ubisoft, uh, they have all this um, data on the on the plans of the Notre Dame Cathedral, which well, they will spent be, two years. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. so apparently they have um, the the plans that is necessary to reconstruct it, and it's it's a bit unprecedented. Uh, a game development company has more more information data. about uh, more data on on an ancient structure than anyone else. And it's a great thing, well, you know, it's great publicity. It's, See guys, gaming ain't that bad. Look how much dedication they had. And ultimately it helped recreate a church thing again. Take that napalm. <laughs> yeah, let's let's wait until we get to those guys. Yeah. So basically, yes, I want to also let the players know that Assassin's Creed Unity is for free on Uplay for PC users. Uh, you can get it for free. Uh, and it's available only for a week. So just rush your... Jump your in and in. grab it. Uh, yes. Assassin's yeah, Creed yeah. Unity, you can actually play it with your friends. So if you have a bunch of friends, apparently it's cooperative, right? Yeah, it's it, it is cooperative, but I, I won't recommend it single player. <laughs> okay. It's kind of buggy. Yeah, it's still buggy. Well, I mean, yeah. Um, it's that's that's kind of a staple in Ubisoft games. Exactly, I was about to say. That. <laughs> oh my god! No, don't be daft. Okay, Odyssey was good. No, uh, Odyssey. Uh, okay. All right. All right. So, speaking of Nepal, since uh, Stanny brought that up, uh, PUBG has actually been banned in Nepal, and because the whole uh, game addiction is being taken seriously <coughs> by the Nepalese government, and it's actually now a um, the police can arrest you if they catch you playing PUBG. What are they gonna yeah. do? Raid houses? Like we. We heard gunshots from your speakers. Your like, <laughs> you came from work, you're tired. I'm going to play a game. Then mid-match. Open the door! It's the police! We got a gamer! <laughs> just imagine like the, the, the neighbors just snitching on you, say, calling the police. I think they're playing PUBG. Oh my god, he's, he's playing games on his computer. So the so the Nepalese uh, po- uh, the the Nepal police are like about to bust a drug load and they get a call coming in. This kid down the in this neighborhood is playing PUBG. They're like, drop everything. We gotta arrest that punk. Dude, we should we should we should write write like a make a game where this boy is the protagonist and just PUBG has become extinct in Nepal. <laughs> yes, he's the last he's, he's the last yeah. PUBG gamer. <laughs> he's <the> last PUBG. <laughs> and he's and he's he's gonna claim his chicken his final chicken dinner. <laughs> oh, oh shit! We have revealed our next problem. It's ridiculous, yeah, thing, honestly. Yeah. yeah, the thing is that uh, it's a good thing that we brought up this topic because last time we discussed game addiction is mm. a real thing and it's good that Nepal government is taking action regarding this, but like banning the whole They're game. taking the action against the wrong aspect <laughs> of this. Yes, I mean, my, in my personal opinion is that I think that banning a whole game isn't going to stop game addiction. It's, it's, it's going to exist no matter what. People are mm. going to find ways to keep playing it. But I think that 
this is like a bad find something else yeah exactly. exactly even if you go to rehabilitation they wouldn't just you know keep you out of alcohol forever they would say that take like like you know one glass per week or something that they wouldn't tell you to completely stop that thing before you completely stop that thing you know you just have to do it like slowly because it's and up to parents as you got video game withdrawals <laughs> yeah in in history when when whenever you try to ban that one thing it actually becomes extremely popular exactly you know I, the, I, this yeah. is just going to fire this is just going to backfire majorly because kids who were even like you know how kids are right they just yeah. they they don't really uh, respond well they to authority <laughs> exactly i mean i mean okay so if if all the people try to do this uh, like you know all the other countries just the same it's going to be like a doom for for the game developers such as it is so, i mean i mean like you know china literally banned pubg and then after that tencent game came in and they just started publishing the game yeah and i think that it's it's i think that it's pretty stupid that uh, people are like re- literally banning and also did you know that nepal has banned porn in the last since last october wow seriously <laughs> yes oh yes. man so that's the truth that's the truth it's not and, one of the first countries to do it either and i'm i'm like it's it's the stupidest thing to do to like the ban the whole game because it's 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 not going to do any good <laughs> It's going to it's just going to make people angry. Yeah, it's never no, a good thing. Use a VPN and switch off. Exactly. Yeah. And exactly. So the same thing we did back in you remember that internet outage uh yeah, when in Achilla in Sri Lanka? I don't. When was this which year because I might not have been in the country. <laughs> I think that maybe uh last year or something that was last like an outage. Really? Yeah. No. Yeah, there was because like I mean that because uh, all because my boys remember just playing because uh, of the elections. No, because man. of the elections. No, yeah. we never had an uh, internet outage. There was a no, no, thing no, no, where no, they no. tried to ban Facebook or something, some social media yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. So and all, after that they tried to the internet and it made a lot of people angry. It really annoyed because, me because I couldn't post my memes about Rainbow Six Siege. I was really yes. into it. Yeah, so basically it happened and so what people did was people actually many Sri Lankans literally learned about VPN. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people started using VPN because they were really angry and the same thing will happen uh, back in Nepal. So I think that this is not a way to fight game addiction. You if see, you if you want to fight game, fight game addiction, you need to go to the root causes mm-hmm. and just make just exactly. just help the your society understand the problem and then yeah. just uh, help them correct themselves right you need to first create an awareness and just let people know what's what's happening and the real problem here is that you can't just yeah ju- we 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 already discussed it just banning a game is never going to fix it you because then you might as well ban all games and that's never going to happen right because that's a huge hit to your economy as well uh i just I don't get it. it here it is it, it's almost like uh, the the government is admitting that um they have no ability to protect uh, sorry to change their society so they they're going for the easy route <laughs> and they're just going to ban again 
<laughs> yes. Yeah, so sucks, yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh, that's all the time we have for today, guys. Uh, it, it's been great. Uh, so thank you very much for tuning in. Stay tuned or check our other episodes. We have two so far, other than this. And make sure to leave a like, comment, share, and subscribe, and uh, hit that bell icon so that you get notified about uh, our new videos coming up. And yeah, signing off for now. I'm Machila Ranga and Stanny Fernando. The writer and that and he's good. And Jose is already fed up. He's like, yeah, peace out. Yeah. Bye. Peace out. <laughs> Bye. Jose, right. just say your name, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Right. Cool. Peace out. <laughs> All, All right, right dudes.